0: hello hello welcome to the ozon air the Ballad of a growing black girl podcast i'm your host Osriel and here we get real i talk about self-love growth healing faith i'm a christian and relationships i'm only 23 but there's a lot i've experienced and learned over the years the hard times are what really waters our soil to help us grow and let's just say i've been through a lot of hard times but you know what i wouldn't change them because they made me who i am So let me talk to you and assist you in the times of your life. It's time to start your growing ballad. Hi everyone. This is our ninth episode of the podcast and I'm very excited. We are near a 10 episode milestone, which is so exciting. But today's episode is going to be on emotions. Um... I couldn't really think of a podcast episode. It's kind of been a struggle to um, plan some episodes out. I mean, there are some that I have planned out, but I don't want to have up yet. Um, But I was inspired by some events this week to talk about emotions. So that is what this week's episode is about. It's about emotions. Um... Two days ago, I watched the movie Inside Out for the first time. It was recommended by my god sister, um, and so on Monday, on my little self-care day, I took a bath and watched Inside Out, and it was a very good movie, very emotional, and I loved the story. I loved the message behind it. Um, if you've never seen it, it's on Disney Plus. It's about a young girl. She's like twelve. And inside of her head, there's, like, these different emotions that she has. Like, I think there's, like, five main emotions that she has. Sadness, joy, disgust, fear, um, and anger. Um, So these are the five main emotions that she deals with throughout her life. And, of course, in the first few moments of her life it's joy joy bring brought bringing being brought into the world because she's bring being brought into the world but then moments later sadness is the second emotion that she feels she starts crying you know babies cry when they're born and so joy who's one of the emotions inside of her head um who's voiced by Amy Poehler i think she does everything in her power to control Riley's emotions Riley is the little girl she really wants Riley to only feel joy so the other emotions don't really get their chance to be felt and and um, have their moment especially sadness joy really does not like sadness in the beginning she really doesn't like sadness and does whatever she can to make sure that Riley does not feel sadness And it really reminds me of how we are as people. Many people are hurting and they're walking around this earth feeling some type of way, feeling negative emotions like sadness, but they refuse to show it. They refuse to feel their emotions and refuse to sit in them. And that bottles up. And we see that in the movie where Joy tries so hard to control Riley's emotions, to only feel joy that it causes all these problems. And Riley has a mental breakdown and she's basically seen as the happy-go-lucky child of her parents she's an only child and she's seen as the happy-go-lucky daughter who has a smile on her face no matter what's going on in her life and this is damaging because negative emotions are not being felt they're not being brought to the surface and they cause Riley to really distance herself and lash out and have a breakdown and near the end of the movie she decides to almost run away um and it's all because she really didn't feel her emotions and get the the support that she needed at times you know when she lashed out lashed out her parents had never really seen that before and they didn't know how to deal with it and that wasn't helpful to Riley's venting. Um, it wasn't helpful helpful to her process. And besides the movie and some other things that um, have gone on this week, emotions were like really high. Um, and just really the forefront of this week so far um, is emotions and dealing with them. And this is why I wanted to make this episode. Um, I want people to know certain things about emotions and that they should feel them because everyone has emotions that are valid yes there are times when people can do too much and be tripping basically um but there's a deeper wound there that's created that um and everyone deserves to be heard and validated even if they feel like venting to their partner or whoever else Um, they'll be judged they'll be looked at as stupid um, or that, um, they're overthinking or that, you know, basically what they're thinking is out of line, um, or weird or dumb. And so they kind of burden that and they deal with it on their own. And I've sadly seen firsthand people who in my life who have, um, never really felt emotions, and don't know how to express their emotions, don't know how to express their feelings, and it's not healthy. Everyone deserves to be heard and validated, and a lot of people don't know how to handle and manage their emotions. They don't know how to self-regulate. They don't know how to self-soothe, and they don't know how to cope, and self-regulating and soothing and coping, um, it's a part of everyday life, you know? I mean, imagine a world where there's no coping. Imagine a world where there's no therapy or anything um, any other other types of resources that are able to calm people down and get them back to baseline and um, help them feel secure um, at a time where emotions are high. I mean, the world is already in chaos, but I think it would be in a lot more chaos if everybody was walking around with no way to stop themselves from ripping people's heads off. Um So a lot of people don't know how to handle and manage their emotions. A lot of people think controlling their emotions is by burdening them. They think that if they don't feel a certain emotion or just pack it down, that's controlling it and that's okay. But it's not, at the end of the day, that emotion is really controlling you if you are not recognizing it, if you're not feeling it and you're just pushing it down. You have to allow yourself to process and recognize the emotions that you feel, positive and negative. Um, You can't self-regulate if you only accept certain emotions that you feel comfortable feeling. Because the truth is we deal with uncomfortable feelings every day. And that's not a really good life to live if you were only allowing yourself to feel emotions that you like. Because you're ignoring other aspects of yourself. You're ignoring other aspects of your life that um, may need attention. And so you have to get uncomfortable with the emotions that you don't like, that you feel at times. And like I said, some people really don't know how to be vulnerable or they don't know how to process their emotions and it's damaging. You're literally walking around like a cup that's overflowing. You're overflowing with all these emotions and you're about to tip over and that tipping over can lead to mental breakdowns and panic attacks and other not so fun experiences. So you have to make sure um, that you are regulating yourself that when you start to feel overloaded and overwhelmed and overflowing with emotions that you find a source to dump those emotions Um, every once in a while so that you don't tip over and spill over. So you must find ways in order to regulate and cope when dealing with stress or other hard situations and that should be a priority above anything else. You can't take care of others or yourself correctly if you don't have coping strategies and ways to regulate your emotions when your emotions are high and you're going through stressful situations. And so, there are two types of resources um, when it comes to regulating. I made this up. I don't think this is a thing that you can Google and, like, find a definition or article on. Um, but I've named them as independent and dependent resources. Independent are things you do on your own, like creating your own coping kit. This is something that I really want to do. A coping kit is basically like a box. Um Or an area where you store things that help you cope whenever you feel stressed or angry or overwhelmed. And so a lot of people have physical things in their coping kit like um, fidget spinners or um, stress balls. Just kind of sensory things that help them calm down or they color or they paint. Uh, Maybe you have a letter written to yourself that you look at in times of need when you're stressed out. Um that kind of bring you back down to to earth and ground you um I'm trying to think what else could be in a coping kit. just anything that basically calms you down, like letters, physical items, sensory items, maybe you put on your favorite playlist, maybe you put on like sensory videos on like YouTube, maybe you go outside and go for a walk. Some people calm down that way um as well they need to actually leave their environment environment in order to chill out and that's cool too um so yeah a coping kit is something that i do want to create that i have on hand whenever i feel angry at someone or angry at myself or i'm feeling other negative emotions um but beside coping kits there are other ways to um calm yourself down independently Going to the gym, meditating, um, journaling. I love journaling and venting and brain dumping. Um, It's simply you taking your time to calm down and adjust and reflect in whatever manner that works for you. And then there are dependent resources. These are um, outside things like therapy. You go to a therapist or um, you vent to a friend, things like that. You're using someone else or something else besides yourself in order to calm you down but you can't only depend on only outside resources to help you. You have to have your own routines and ways to help you as well. Because I feel like if you always go to one certain person or thing, um what happens when you do need them in another time of need and they can't assist you? You may have a breakdown, you may feel other negative emotions like, oh, they don't care about me. Oh, you know, nobody cares about me, nobody loves me, nobody's there for me, especially when you're in dark times like that, like Super dark, deep times. Um, you may even feel like suicidal tendencies or things like that. When you're that deep into feeling negative emotions, um, you don't really think rationally. And so, when you depend on someone else for um, for for uh, your coping and your um, healing and um, calming down process, and they're not there for you, it can definitely trigger you. Um, so I would say have independent and de- dependent uh, resources. You, If everybody else around you left your life, you would only have you. And so you need to be your own best friend and your own person that's there for you in times of need, not just other people. Um, so definitely have dependent and independent resources to help you when you are feeling negative emotions and you need to calm down. And so, like I said, it's, it's really sad to see how many people walk around hurting and, and unhealed. You know, as adults, it's our, it's our job to manage our grief, our traumas, our insecurities, and come out stronger and healed. Um, you can't really depend on anyone else to help you through any traumas. Um, and I say that kind of lightly because there are some circumstances where you do need outside perspectives to help you heal. And, for example, relational trauma let's say you got cheated on in the past and it broke your heart and you have trust issues. Yes. You will have your own independent healing and growth journey. um, Like building that's building your self-esteem back up and making you, you know, uh, have self love and things like that. And that's great. But to a certain extent, you need other people around you. You need friends and you need down the road, another partner in your life to also help you heal trust issues and things like relational trauma those things can really only be solved around other people and in a relationship um and hopefully next time you find somebody who makes you excited to feel love again and to um build your trust issues back up so those are circumstances where you do kind of depend on um other people to help you with your trauma like relational trauma. Relational trauma can only be fixed in a relationship, but other traumas um those are mostly independent and you um working within yourself. And so yeah. It's your job to manage your own grief and your traumas and insecurities. The things that happened in the past to you, whether you hurt yourself or someone else hurt you, it's really up to you to decide how to move on if you want to move on or if you're going to dwell on it and hold a grudge forever. And that goes along with forgiveness as well. Forgiveness isn't an emotion, it's an, it's an action and a process. But there are emotions that are related to forgiveness like bitterness and resentment and anger. And emotions related to forgiveness should really be tend to because you need to work through them in order to move on. You don't want to allow yourself to be stuck in a continuous cycle. Um, And this is why you need those independent and dependent resources. Um, Because if you don't feel those emotions that you feel that are linked towards forgiveness and you don't take the time to heal and forgive that person you'll always feel those emotions every now and then you'll always feel the negative emotions like resentment and bitterness because you haven't gone through the process or action of forgiving someone and that's why i say a lot of people are walking around hurting and unhealed um some of it is linked to forgiveness and the hurt that they've experienced from other people um sometimes it is damage that we do to ourselves and we have to forgive ourselves but most of it most people are walking around unhealed because of something that happened to them Um, not something that they did to themselves and it can be a huge challenge to sit in your emotions and work through them and forgive others and forgive yourself because I'm I'm in that boat I'm really to the point where it's like I can't change the past. I truly cannot change the past. And I'm not going to go through the rest of my life dwelling on that and feeling some type of way. I, I cannot reverse time. Like, What happened has happened, and that's it. Like, You have to deal with it and come to a point where you're just like, screw it, I just have to move on. I can't keep living like this. And that's why I say you cannot allow yourself to be in a continuous cycle. And when it comes to feeling emotions, you really have to be careful with what you say when you're hurting and deepen your feelings. Because you can't take back things you, can, you say, you know. You can apologize and try to make things right. But at the end of the day, what you said did leave a scar on someone. Not saying that scar can never heal. Um, but at the end of the day, there's still a scar that was, that was there. And you can't take back words that come out of your mouth. And I've dealt with this people have said um, things things to me that they didn't mean and did mean when they were highly emotional and I've done it as well. Trust me I put my foot in the mouth in my mouth a thousand and one times when I was really hyped up and angry or sad and I said some things that were regretful to people and it's sad but like I said I can't rewind time and I can ask for the forgiveness and a week maybe can be cool moving forward but you can't take back what you said in the first place and so you have to make sure that you are in a right headspace or trying to get in a right headspace when you come when it comes to feeling emotions when you're in a relationship um and we'll ha- we'll have future episodes on relationships um but right now uh in this episode like When you're in relationships, you're going to be hurt. There are going to be times where your partner unintentionally hurts you. Hopefully unintentionally. They'll say things and do things that hurt you that they don't mean to. Or maybe they thought it would help you, but it ended up doing the opposite effect. We're humans, we make mistakes. And so there will be times where your partner upsets you or makes you angry or disappoints you. And throughout time in relationships, you can feel resentment towards someone. You can love them and want to do so much for them and they're your everything. But at the same time, you can feel resentment towards them at times because maybe they're not doing something that you want or it's repetitive things that are getting under your skin. Um, And so there's a lot of built up grief and negative emotions that you can feel and it's up to you to filter that out and like I said tip that cup over every now and then so that you can continue to have a happy and healthy relationship Um, because if you just let everything build up and then you finally lash out to your partner and say things to them that you don't mean and offend them and then you're in this big argument that could take days and weeks to mend you could damage a relationship and so If your partner does get you to a point where they anger you or upset you and you feel some type of way, it's okay to feel some type of way. You just have to make sure that you step back and you cope and regulate and release that grief and those negative emotions in a good manner. And then when you're in a better headspace, then go back to your partner and say, hey, like you said this or you did this that really got under my skin or made me feel some type of way. It really irritated me and you know I just I just wanted to tell you and it's much better to do it that way than you know the moment that they say that and you're hiked up on your emotions offended or whatever then you're coming at their neck and cussing at them or doing this and doing that and I may be talking to y'all when I'm saying this but I'm also talking to myself because like I said I can be very much hiked up on emotions and hurt people that I care about um, if when they've offended me or hurt me in some sort of way. But something that I'm starting to realize that I've learned through talks with my mom and through talks th- with my therapist is that every thought that comes to your head and every feeling that you feel sometimes doesn't have to be said to your partner and sometimes doesn't have to be immediately said, told to your partner. Um, like... For real, like if you told your partner every thought that came into your mind, like, Ugh, you know, that would be messy. We have filters and we have, you know, thinking processes for a reason um that we go through and try to figure out, mm, is this something that I should say, um period, or is this something that I should say right now? And sometimes it's just maybe not at that moment that you should say it and you should take some time to figure out how to say it or whatever before saying it. But that's something that I really learned. I'm a very open person. I'm an open book. If I feel some type of way, I will tell you. Um, If I don't like something, I will tell you. If I do like something, I will tell you. But to a certain extent, that's kind of, it's more, it could be more of a con than a pro at times because like I said, I may feel a certain emotion or have a certain thought and then I basically announce that as soon as i have it and then it may hurt the person that i'm talking to like my boyfriend and then it's like ooh like i thought that this might be helpful in the moment but i see that it's uh making him feel some type of way and so now i've gotten to the point to where you know, if I do get into arguments with my boyfriend or I do feel some type of way, I take some time to kind of think about it, to process it. Maybe I go to my mom or tell my therapist and vent about the situation, and then they give me perspective. And then I'm able to go back to my boyfriend and have a better discussion. Um, so that's something that I really learned is feeling my emotions and feeling my thoughts and figuring out what to say. If there's parts that I should say, parts that I shouldn't say. Because like I said, not every thought that you have should be told to people. Um, And I feel like it's really helped me. I've learned, I feel like the past few months, I've definitely learned to regulate my emotions and my thoughts better. And that's something that I'm really proud of. Is I really learned to to do that. It took a lot of time. And hell, there might be even some times now and in the future where I still might say something at the time that I shouldn't. (laughs) Um... But I really feel like I've improved in that area where I'm able to regulate better and think things through and process them. And it's been helpful. So, yeah. (laughs) When it comes to expressing your emotions or how you feel, make sure you take some alone time to regulate and figure out what to say because you don't want to act from an emotional state because it can create more problems. And I'm not saying you should never express your feelings um, to your partner or to anyone, but make sure that you're taking, you know, at least five minutes or something to regulate and cope and take time to figure out how you really feel and what you really want to say so you don't jump the gun. Um, Because even sometimes when we're hurting or feeling some type of way, when there's a button that somebody has pressed... We are in an emotional state, and we may say something um, that isn't really true or that we don't really mean, but we just kind of say it in order to get that person's attention. And yes, there is something that we're feeling that that should be you know paid attention to, but you put that person on high alert by saying something that wasn't true or half true or you know whatever. Um, and this recently happened with me and my boyfriend as well where he said something that kind of made me feel some type of way but taking a step back and hearing him talk about it i realized that it wasn't really um how he felt he didn't really believe that like what he said wasn't true but at the same time he was still hurting in a different way that's along those lines does that make any sense i don't know if that makes any sense but it's basically saying he said something That wasn't necessarily true, but that's how he felt in the moment, hiked up on his emotions. And basically, he was showing that he had a wound, an open wound, and he felt hurt. Um, And he was trying to vent that in a certain way that wasn't true, but it did bring my attention to how he felt. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if anybody understands what I mean by that. But I feel like somebody does understand. Where sometimes you might just say things or say things that you feel in the moment but isn't really true in order to get attention. Or in order to show like, hey, I feel some type of way. I'm hurting right now. Pay attention to me. Um, So it was one of those situations. And in a way, I feel like that has brought me and him closer. Because he was able to open up to me some more about kind of how he feels um, in life and what he's going through and in the end i realized that it wasn't really because of me it's because of other things going on and so you want to make sure that you take time to be vulnerable if you don't know how to be vulnerable learn to be vulnerable and feel your emotions because you don't want to just walk around with these open wounds throughout your life and any and then anything that somebody says or does it's like throwing salt in the wound and you're really then you become hyped up on your emotions cuz you're hurting And that can create more problems. You want to make sure that you're doing things and finding resources that heal you. That heal those wounds. And so you don't get triggered every time somebody puts salt in them. And I think that's pretty much all that I have to say you guys today about emotions. Please feel them and process them. By all means, do whatever you have to do. Don't burden them. Learn to be vulnerable and open. to Even to yourself. Like some people are really, they're not vulnerable with others and they're not even vulnerable with themselves. They literally have become so attuned to ignoring themselves and their own feelings that they don't even know how they feel half the time. They feel numb. So they're not even being honest with themselves. So be honest with yourself, be honest with others, learn to be vulnerable, learn to feel your emotions, learn to cope. You're human. You're going to feel all sorts of emotions. And there will be times where you might be doing too much. (laughs) Somebody might do one little thing and it sits, sits you over the edge and makes you feel some type of way. But that's because there is a deeper hurt there that needs to be discovered. And so you're going to have to do that discovering. You can have outside resources like a therapist to help you deep dive as well. But you have to take that step. So heal Cope. Be vulnerable. Feel your emotions. It'll be really helpful to you and to your life when you learn to be open. Wow, this is a long episode. (laughs) We just hit 28 minutes. Okay, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a great day and I will talk to y'all later. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope something resonated with you. Remember, our goal here is to relate and help each other grow. So let me know if I've helped you along your journey. Leave a review and don't be afraid to reach out to me on my social medias. I'll see you in two weeks.